Hey guys, this is TE5 Pharaoh. In this episode, I am interviewing Psycho, who is a mixer partner and streamer with the TE5 community and TE5 family. Uh, guys, there's a lot of valuable information in this episode, so I hope you guys uh, listen to the full episode, uh, especially if you're wanting to become an up-and-coming streamer. Uh, or you just want to learn more about Psycho, be sure to do that. And also, guys, please follow us um, uh, on our Anchor account. This is also going to be on Apple Music, on Spotify. You can find us there as well. Uh, And if you could share this to a friend, that would mean the world to me, guys. I would be super, super appreciative of that. Uh, We hope you guys enjoy this episode, and take care. This is TE5 Pharaoh here bringing the next episode of the TE5 podcast. And on today's episode, I am honored to have my man, uh, one of TE5's uh, streamers. He's a part of our community, part of our family, uh, Shannon Loudermilk, aka Psycho, Psycho Play, Psycho Soul. He's got a couple names, man, so I'll, I'll just mention all of them. Uh, the creator of the asylum. Uh, he is a mixer partner, uh, big, big. And, um, you know, we want to kind of take this, this episode and and the opportunity to, uh, you know, get to ask him a series of questions. Uh, there's a lot of value. I think he's going to be able to add to our, uh, to our listeners today, uh, people that are, uh, aspiring to be up and coming streamers. Uh, and then also the fans that, you know, he has that, you know, I'm sure want to uh, know a little bit more about him personally that they don't know. I'm sure there's a lot that he'll uh, say today that we'll figure out. So good stuff there. Um, basically, let's just jump right into it. Um, Shannon, first question, man. Uh, how long have you been gaming? And, you know, what, I guess, what do you really enjoy about gaming? What makes you fall in love with it? Uh, I probably started gaming when I was about five years old on the NES you know, old school. I still got my NES, by the way. It's in my closet, and I love it. But <clears throat> I don't know. As a kid, you always felt like life was stressful enough that when I came home and played video games, it just took everything and just kind of put it to the side, and I could relax and play with friends and have a good time. So I still try to do that today, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I can relate, man. I know, um, you know, when I was uh... – you know, that was a large part of me, dude. I just, you know, rather it was college and school or whatever, you know, and I was working, just coming home and gaming and you just like forget everything, dude, just escape oh, yeah. reality. So I know a lot of people are in that, in that scenario. Um, okay, cool. Um, so, you know, I want you to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, where did the idea of Psycho and, and the Asylum, how did all that kind of formulate and, you know, what were some of the key, uh, I guess, indicators that, you know, led to you creating uh, this character, this theme that you've done that's been so successful for you? Well, I, uh, <clears throat> I've been called Psycho since I was about 14 years old. Uh, I was in a rock band called Psycho Soul, which is where my gamer tag comes from. So every, And I was the lead singer, so everybody called me Psycho. And uh, so that means just so everything I've ever branded or done has been Psycho something. And um, I started streaming, I guess, about seven years ago as Psycho, um, whatever, Psycho Soul or Psycho Plays and on different platforms. And um, I don't know, I just, 
I, I just kept seeing, I, I don't know, I was just, I did it for so long and it felt like we were just kind of stuck, like nothing was happening. And I was like, this has to, I got to figure out how to make this work because I'm disabled. So I'm not able to physically work. And I have three kids. So I'm sitting here going, I got it. My wife's working two jobs. I got to find a way to make some kind of money. I know it's not easy, but I'm going to put everything I got into it. And I just see nothing happening. And I was scrolling through Mixer one day. And I mean, I'm not disrespecting any streamer because it takes a lot of hard work to be a streamer more than I think people realize. But I just, I don't know. I looking through the thing and everything, everybody just looked the same. Like every, you go to top streamers and everything, it was a video game and a person sitting in the corner. They all look the same, pretty much. And I don't know, it just something got me about it. I said, I want to see, nobody's coming to my channel because I, I just look like the rest of them. So I wanted to do something. So when they're scrolling through the list of people, they go, oh, what is this? This is different. Mm-hmm. So literally, I fell asleep one night. Uh, it was probably um, probably the middle of the year last year. I fell asleep, and I had this this dream, and it was so real. I had this dream of me turning the name Psycho into something real to make it feel like you are in a a um, psych ward or in a like a haunted house or something so I had this like kind of like a scary dream where I was somebody completely different kind of creepy were you You actually in this dream were you actually in an asylum did you did you see that or was it just kind of like you just felt like you know psycho something was happening just with psycho so oh all of it I seen everything I saw the asylum I saw like padded cells I saw well, my face, though, the, the, the stuff I wear and the outfit, that came over time. But I, I did, I was creepier uh, than I am just me, normal. So I, I think I had, like, some creepy clown makeup on at the time in my dream. And I was like, I'm not putting that on every day. So I sat, <laughs> I sat with some buddies with mine, and uh, we worked on it for months. Well, well, let me get back. I woke up that that next day. And my wife knows I've been working on this for like I said, seven years, I've been working my butt off on YouTube, Twitch, everything. And I told her, I said, I think it's time to change. And I said, and I told her my idea. I said, I had this dream and I feel like it might work. I said, either it's going to work and be great or it's going to fail miserably. And she said, my wife's a big supporter. She's a huge supporter. And she said, you do what you think you need to do. So that's, I said, okay. That's, that's amazing. That's good. Dude. I mean, that was it. So I talked to my, uh, some of my mods and we had for months, we, we went over different, like, face paint, different masks, different costumes, different scenes. We worked, we worked on it together privately. And um, so I didn't want to make a date that I was going to do the swap until I had everything lined up, ready to go. So then when I finally, it took me months to kind of get the funds and everything to get everything together. And I worked on it all night, every day for months. And I finally got it all together. So I made the day for December 1st. And we had, dude, the turnout was so freaking amazing of the people I had show up at the the change that day. It was amazing. And it was probably one of the greatest things I ever put on the internet. <laughs> it was because people thought it was real. Like I, I had, if you haven't seen it, it's me, Shannon, sitting in the chair as a streamer. Like I always do with my hat, my button up shirt. I have a, I used to have a real big beard. I'm sitting there in the chair doing my thing. And then Psycho, the character, comes onto the scene with me and attacks me and takes over my stream. And literally people thought it was live. People thought it was real because you could see me twice in the same video. 
and it was live during a mixer stream. And it was dude, it, it, it it was freaking cool. That's all I can say. But yeah, I, I just I felt like if I didn't change, I was not gonna go anywhere. And I just the big change and you know, so far it's been working out for us. That's awesome, man. Well let me ask you this. So <laughs> You know, when you first made the change, because I, you know, I've, you know, I kind of creeped your Instagram a little bit. You know, I've been, I've been doing my research on you. <laughs> I've seen you, you kind of would paint your mouth and your kind of where your lips are. Did you do, did you just kind of paint over your mouth before the, the iconic mask came about or was the mask already at the beginning of everything? <clears throat> well, the plan, I had the mask and the plan was uh, to surprise people because like I said, I had a really big beard. And part of my last stream was when you donated a certain amount, you could pick what color I painted my beard. And it was just something fun that we did. It was a more fun up, uppity stream. And uh, it worked out well. I liked it. So I've had a beard for like 20 years and my kids have never even seen me without a beard. So I was like, shoot, what I'm going to do, I'm telling everybody that the changes are coming. And uh, that's what was one of the changes was I was going to shave my beard off and look like a completely different person to everybody. So the mask was already there and just in the stream randomly, somebody told me to take off my mask. So I took off my mask and I had this, you know, creepy clown makeup on my mouth that covered up my whole face. So people, then it really made people that knew me really was confused. Like, wait, this is a different person. Cause I, I look completely different. So that's what I was going with. I wanted people to really think I was a completely different person. But I don't do that anymore. I don't. I don't take the mask off at all anymore. That was just like a one-time thing. Well, man, I, I have to say I am a huge fan of the mask. I, I think the mask <laughs> itself. You're not the only really one, makes the it makes the whole character, man. I mean, and, and I, I guess you know what what drew that idea. How did that? How did the mask come about? Well, I was thinking. You know, I had the dream of the clown makeup. So I was sitting there trying to think of what's a good clown makeup that don't copy everybody else. It's a little bit different. And I tried these different ones and all I kept thinking to myself is there's no way I can put this on every day. I, I just can't, I'm too lazy. I can't put this on every day. And after I did it that one time, it took me like two days to get the red off of my face because my beard already started growing back and it started getting stuck to my skin where my beard was growing. <laughs> like I couldn't wipe uh -huh. it off. And I was like, man, it looks like I just drank some red Kool-Aid. I'm not doing this. So um, so the mask just, I mean, we, we, um, we thought about a full mask, like a full clown mask, but you couldn't hear me. It was muffled. We talked about a half mask um, that you could buy from like Amazon, but it was too thick and it muffled my voice. So we, me, my mom and my sister, we all came up with this together. I have a few prototypes, actually. I have a three prototypes of this mask before we found the one that fit perfect. And it, it's made out of this really thin, thin, stretchy material that doesn't block my voice whatsoever. I can breathe. Now the breathing's not the best. I still have a little bit of an issue, but I've gotten used to it. And uh, I don't know. It just, my mom made it. My sister put the teeth on it and we've rocked it out. And I think it's uh, a, yeah, I'm telling you, that's the most requested item that people want to buy. It's, it's absolutely mind blowing. <laughs> When's it going for sale? Uh, well, we're working on some. Well, the thing is, I don't want when people buy it, I don't want them to have my mask. You know what I'm saying? Like my quality. I don't want it to look just like mine because that's mine. 
So I got some other ones coming that's maybe might be a little bit smaller, not exactly like mine, but the smile is 100% the same. It's just the material that it's made out of is a little bit different. And uh, I ordered some. My sister has printed one so far. We're going to test it out for a few days wearing it off and on just to see how it holds up. And hopefully, hopefully by February, we'll have uh, some for sale. I hope. Cool. It's awesome, man. Um, yeah, I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure a lot of people are going to are gonna buy that, man. It should be a pretty big hit for you. So, um, that, dude, listen, that, that background is great. For those of you listening, um, I think just already a couple key uh, takeaways. If you're trying to aspire to be a streamer, you understand it takes years of, of, of work and, and experimenting and testing and you know, in this case, I mean, you know, the idea of in the dream of having this this theme and this character that's, you know, kind of elevated you and it's made you different and stand out. And, you know, it's a big thing, too. People got to learn how to stand out now. You can't just, you know, pop on pop in there and, you know pop a stream on play a game and think people are just going to fall in love with you because unfortunately there's you know thousands and thousands of streamers nowadays uh, yeah you know are grabbing the attention so <clears throat> you know you're in a competitive uh competitive niche and you gotta you gotta you gotta figure out what's you know what what's yeah to me it's like what fits your bill you know mm-hmm. like you can't really deviate too far from who you are and kind of how you you are because then you just really come across super fake and i think i think viewers can uh can really sense that but at the same time if you if you think you can you got something that you can take ownership of i think that's crucial yeah well i mean the the you know you can still you know turn on a camera and stream and have success some people do they can just do it just for me it wasn't happening i mean i did it for too long and i see because i'm not the best gamer so i figured since i'm not the best gamer and at least I can be the best entertainer that I can. So mm-hmm. that's what I, I'm going for the more entertainment aspect than I am the like yeah. pro gamer aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, well, let's, let's, let's kind of, I guess we're going to rewind just a little bit here. <clears throat> Shane, I want you to kind of, um, you know, talk to us about, you know, what, what made you start wanting to stream in the first place? What, what was the early motivation for that? And kind of how did, you know, where, where was your, your desire to, to even start streaming to begin with? Uh, well, in 2009, well, I used to be a, uh, I owned a construction company, made pretty good money. I um, was a MMA fighter. I was training for my first fight. Um, <clears throat> and in 2009, I got diagnosed with a, a disease called facet joint disease where it, it, your body doesn't produce the liquids in between your spinal column to protect your nerves. So mine just, my, my body don't produce that liquid. So mine just wither away. So, and there, there's no cure. And so I'm thinking, my daughter said, I mean, my daughter, my doctor said, you got to quit your job. That's what he says. The first thing he said, you got to quit your job. You can't do construction. You can't fight anymore. I mean, pretty much told me everything. So I spent a year at home depressed we literally we lost our house we lost both our cars i mean lost them they took them from us because i didn't have a job my wife was the only one working we got three kids it was uh it was really scary at that point in my life as a grown man not having any income and um 
I wasn't, a, I, everybody's like, go for disability. And, you know, I like to work. I like to do things. I didn't want to go for disability if I would, I could find a way to live. So I was sitting on the couch playing video games and I come across Twitch and I was like, holy crap, man, this is something I could do. So I tried, but, you know, like I said, it's not, it, it, you, even as a partner streamer now, I don't make enough to make a living off of. So not yet. It's no, uh, yeah. I don't. I'm crossing my fingers on that one, man. But you know, <laughs> uh, but I, off the bat, though, for seven years or so, we're still broke. But you know, we survived. God's, you know, He looks out for us. We survived the best we can, and uh, it's finally starting to pay off. I feel like, like it's really starting to pay off. But yeah, the reason I decided to stream was because I needed to do something, and I love video games, and I love talking to people. Might as well stream, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and just to kind of add add on to that, um, you know, I, I think there's so many people in today's world that, you know, with the with how esports is exploding. I mean, you know, everybody sees knows about Ninja and you mm-hmm. know Shroud and you know all <laughs> these these massive streamers making you know, hundreds of, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. And just, just the whole idea and the notion of being a streamer has become so popular that like, you know, everybody's trying to do that. Everybody's trying to get into YouTube. You know, I'm pretty sure this, I mean, it's all, all that stuff is super, super popular right now. So, um, with, you know, with that being said, I mean, <clears throat> you know, people just, uh, you know, they, I think they have a dream and obviously so many people would love to be gamers and stuff, but you know, they got to put in the work yeah. too. So it's a lot of work. It's more work than I think. Cause you know, you're sitting there watching this person stream for say, you know, I think an average streamer probably streams for about like four hours or so. So, <clears throat> you know, you watch this person stream and then they turn it off and you're like, Oh man, I could do that. I could work for four hours a day. That's easy. No, no, no. <laughs> That's, I, ever since I've been partnered, I've worked nonstop. I haven't. This is literally my no, never mind. I got to work again tonight. Never mind. Tomorrow is my only day off, and I'll probably be working tomorrow on stuff. Because literally, I stream for four to eight hours a day. When I get done streaming, I work on the stream, like off, like I work on overlays, and I go to my social media and I talk to all these people. I network. I do all this stuff all day. It is not. It's not a nine to five. Like I think people assume, oh, it's easy. To, no, it, I mean it's fun. I love it, but it's a lot harder. There's a lot, lot more into it than you you realize just by watching a streamer. Yeah, that's and what you said. Those most important thing. You gotta love it. You know, if you don't love it, you're not gonna put in the hours. You're not gonna put in the time. It's you know, uh, that's with anything, though. You know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well. Um, <clears throat> Why don't you kind of, I guess, let's, let's kind of give some, some tips and, and pointers here. Uh, you know, what, what, what are some do's and don'ts that you would recommend other people? You know, like say, you know, you're, you're a startup streamer, you know, you're talking to them and you're like, listen, this is some of the, this is what you need to start out doing. And then these are the things that you don't need to do. And, you know, what would those things be for somebody just getting started? Uh, let's see. I, I would say what helped me a lot was, uh, when I first started streaming, you might stream for a year and maybe get one viewer. Maybe. I mean, that, that, that's legit how it could be. And if that's the case, it can be very, very depressing and you feel like nobody cares. Nobody's watching, but that what you got to do 
is you got to turn off. This is just, you don't have to, because I know some people like to see the number, but if it, if it bothers you, turn off that viewer count. Because the reason I say that is if you don't know how many viewers you, you have, you're going to act the same no matter what. Saying if you have one viewer, just you always talk to that one viewer like you have a thousand viewers. Just talk about whatever. And then if that viewer That's count huge. goes up, well, if that viewer count goes up to 10, <clears throat> you get real, real excited. So you might start acting a little different, like nervous. Because, you know, I see people, I'll host people and give them, you know, 30 or 40 extra viewers. And right off the bat, you see their nerves just take over. Like, because, and they'll go, oh, wow, look at our view count. Like they notice it right off the bat and they get super nervous and they start acting completely not themselves. That's in my opinion. Dude. That's fine. I, I'm even going to take is, you know, I, I, I'm guilty of that, dude. Like, you know, when I stream. <laughs> oh, I did I it keep, too. Yeah. I keep my viewer count on. If it's only one guy, you know, I end up finding myself just kind of trying to interact with that person. And I start getting six, seven, eight people. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> You know, yeah, well, hey, that's, not that's not just that, though, but like, OK, say, you know, you got that one viewer and it jumps up to five and you're like, all right, I got five people. So you're talking and all of a sudden it goes right back down to one because it can do that. It can just go right back down to one and then you get bummed. Then your whole your whole your whole mood goes from normal like yourself to excited for the five to depressed because you went right back down to one. And then you start thinking, man, nobody likes me. Nobody wants to watch me. Don't just turn the view count off stream and just keep streaming. All right. That, that's, that's one thing that really helped me a lot. Um, what else? What else? Uh, don't worry about a webcam. I mean, it does help, but I streamed for two years without a webcam and did, did pretty well. I got about 2000 followers on Twitch before I even got my first webcam. So you don't need a webcam as long as you can, but talk. Don't have just gameplay and not speak. Nobody's going to want to watch that. That is not what people, they want to talk. Because if they're going to do that, they would just play the game themselves or they'll go to YouTube. They're, they're joining your stream to talk to you. So play the game and talk a lot. <laughs> like never shut up pretty much. Um, what else? What else? Is there? Well, Interact. Let's, let's elaborate real quick before we, before you keep, this is great stuff by the way, but okay. you know, when you say like, like, you know, when, when somebody's hearing this and they, they get that they need to talk, but like, what's the approach though? Like when you, when you're talking, what's what, I mean, the fact that you had 2000 followers just without a webcam to me is pretty amazing. I'm just curious though. Like, what are, what are you trying to talk about? Do you kind of have a, a strategy of like, Hey, I'm going to, you know, talk about this or that, or, you know, how do you engage just talk. I never I never go into a stream having like a list of things to talk about, which I mean might be cool if I needed to, but yeah. I um uh, I mean I just talk about the game that I'm playing. Sometimes I'll just uh kind of talk about what's going on in the game while I'm playing. Almost just like you're talking to yourself. Just pretend like you're, you know, cuz everybody does it. You'll talk to yourself and about whatever. You can talk to yourself all day long. We're just Whatever you say in your head to yourself all day, just put out of your mouth and talk for real. Just speak that stuff and just talk about whatever. Eventually, the reason you want to talk is because when somebody joins your stream and they say, oh, this guy's talking, I want to talk to him too. You know, So then that starts up a conversation. Usually the viewers are the ones that keep you in conversation because you'll eventually run out of things to talk about. But yeah, talk about what you're doing. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm going to be looking you know, you might be playing Zelda. Oh, I got to figure out where this next clue is. Or, 
you talk, you're playing Call of Duty. Oh, I like the KN. I need to work on the KN a little bit more. Just talk about how, so, like, almost like you're just explaining what you're doing in the game. So it's like thinking out loud, basically. Exactly what you're doing. Okay, that's awesome. Exactly. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, any other any other do's and don'ts for don'ts? <laughs> Don't. Let's get into some don'ts. Okay. Let's do this it. will be good because this gets me fired up. All right. Do not follow for follow. Please, Lord Jesus Almighty, do not ask for follow for follow. Do not do follow for follow because all that does is bring up your your follower count. And just because Mixer, say you're on Mixer, just because Mixer wants you to have 2,000 followers before you get partnered doesn't mean you're going to get partnered because you have 2,000 followers. There's a lot more than just that. Because if you follow for follow, the person that followed for followed with you, you're not watching them either. I mean, you don't go and watch them because they're just a follow. They're not watching you because you're just a follow. You're not a viewer. And Mixer looks at viewers. Mixer looks at communication. And that's the quickest way to get banned and a lot of hate from the community is to go into somebody's stream and say, follow for follow, because it doesn't do you any good. It doesn't. That's why you'll see somebody with 10,000 followers and they'll have literally five people in their stream. That's because most of them are follow for follow. And that's not and they won't be partnered because Mixer can see they can see all that. They see all your analysis. They know how many viewers you got, how much you go into other people's stream and communicate. They know all that. So you do not follow for follow. But that, that's really the one of the biggest, in my opinion, okay. don't do. You don't do that. Okay. Sorry, I, that riles me up. <laughs> I can't oh, stand it. Oh, that's, I mean, that's important stuff, man. Um, <clears throat> any other don'ts you can think mm-hmm. of? Mm-hmm. Don't be a jerk like the people. If you go into somebody's stream and it's, not your cup of tea, or if it's uh, if they're not great at a game, don't tell them how bad they are. There's no point. Like this person, this is their livelihood. This is what they're doing. They're happy doing what they're doing. They don't need your negative self being in their stream trying to make everybody else negative. Mm. Nobody, nobody likes that. I mean, if you don't got nothing nice to say, just don't say nothing. Just don't say nothing. Just keep your mouth shut. But if you got something cool to say, hey, they love to hear. Hey, you're a great gamer, a great streamer. You know, thank you for the stream. Trust me, it goes a lot longer way if you're just a better person. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple things here, uh, which would be pretty valuable information. Um, so, obviously, you've, you've thrown out a bunch of nuggets already. You know, the you, know, you don't need a webcam to start with. You need to talk, think out loud. Um, what would you recommend for your startup streamer? Like as far as the time that they stream, how, how long should they be trying to stream for and kind of what, you know, what, what, what does that look like? Well, you do, when you say the do's, that is another do that I need to tell you, um, try to make a schedule because I didn't notice a big, big start in my growth until I had a a legit schedule because you got to look at yourself as a TV show. Because you got to think when your favorite show comes on at three o'clock, you know, that show comes on at three. So you go watch it. Your favorite YouTuber posts his video at two o'clock. Oh, you know, he posts it too. So you go and watch it two o'clock. Streaming is the same thing. These people know I go live at 10 o'clock in the morning. So they go, oh, psycho. So sometimes when I go online before I even go live, I see people in my chat at around 10 o'clock waiting on me to go live. That's because they know my schedule. Make a schedule. And really uh, what you what I would do really is the, I would do a morning stream 
see how it goes. Do it for a while. Do it for like a few weeks. See how it goes. Do an afternoon stream for a couple weeks. See how it goes. Then do a night stream and see where you get your most viewers because that really should depend on when you go live. The reason I go live in the mornings is because my kids are at school and my wife's at work. So that way, when I'm not streaming, I can spend time with my family. That's why I do morning time. And mornings are hard because you got to think most people are at school and at work. So to get a lot of viewers in the morning, it's not the easiest. So I, if you wanted to try to get a hot time, I say around two o'clock. Two o'clock is a pretty hot time to go live. I feel like yeah. Eastern time on my, my on my side, Eastern. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess a couple more things I, that I thought of. Um, I kind of want to track back to the the whole idea and the theme like if you were talking to a beginner you know and they're asking you like what what would you tell what would you recommend for me and and how should I go about trying to find my you know I guess my character or my theme what 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 would you say I should do to help me stand out you know as far as thinking of the ideas, research and stuff. I mean, do you have any insight on that? Man, that's a tough one because really, I mean, a lot of streamers will tell you to be yourself. And that's what I used to tell people. And I'd still believe that because even when I'm psycho, the character, I'm still me. All the beliefs, I talk about my belief in God. I talk about my family. I'm still me, but I'm a character over top of my, of my, I guess, inner me. So you can look different if you want. I mean, just like uh, if you don't know who Professor Rad is, he he's a character. He's freaking amazing. You got Dr. Disrespect. Most people know who he is. He's a character. You know, you got these characters. Doesn't mean you have to do that because that takes a, lot, a little bit extra work to put into a character than it does just to go live and just talk yourself, which you can do that. I mean, so you need to find something that, that you like. I like horror. I like metal music. I, I like the creepiness, you know, I like the uh, psycho in the asylum type vibe. I like what it does. So that's why I picked that. I used to be in a retro 80s theme because I was born in the 80s and I like 80s music, but it didn't fit the name psycho very well. That's why I swapped it over. So you need to find something that really fits what you're into. If you like old retro Nintendo games, I mean, maybe have your notifications be like a when somebody follows, it does a little Mario, like, ting, you know, just a, a Mario sound. Or if you get a win in a game, you can hit a button that does the Mario theme song the after he wins a game. Sound, the exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, you can add all this stuff. Yeah, exactly. But if you're like, if you like metal music, make your theme kind of metal. Metal. If you like rap music, make it rap. I mean, you, you just be what you like, because what that's going to do is bring other viewers that like the same things you like which makes those viewers more likely to stick around, in my opinion. Cool, man. Um, I guess last thing I thought of, um, and you can tell me if this exists or not, or if you have anything, any part in something like this. So um, the best way for me to explain this, um, you know, like I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm kind of big in Instagram and a little bit of social media. And I know in, in, uh, you know, a lot of startup guys, uh, in Instagram, they're trying to really grow their accounts and stuff. You know, we have these kind of like support groups of like all these different account owners. And it's kind of like a select club of, of people that get together and basically are like, Hey guys, we're going to push each other, push each other's content. 
we're going to like it. We're going to share stuff, all that, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Does that exist for streamers? And if so, are you involved with a particular group that, you know, is kind of like working you and a close group of guys are kind of like working together to push each other and help each other grow? Oh yeah. I mean, you have, um, on Mixer, I don't know about Twitch, but on Mixer, you have these stream teams, which you know about stream teams. Uh, <clears throat> you got, uh, I'm, in, I'm with a group called AOD. That's a uh, adapt or die. It's a great group of guys, man. They, uh, we, we support each other like crazy. I got a buddy of mine right now. I could, I got invited to go to uh PAX, but I couldn't go because I couldn't get a plane ticket. So he got to go and he actually bought one of my shirts and is repping my shirt while he's there to help promote my channel, which is, dude, that's amazing. You, you talking about that, that, that's one of my AOD guys. You get AOD people will, if we say, yo, we're like so many sparks away from hitting our milestone, you'll be spammed with AOD members spamming sparks or donating or sending you host. I mean, yeah, you do have these group of people, but you don't want to just stick with those people because then you're locked in. You need to, you need to branch out, be helping other people other than just that little niche yeah. of people. But yeah, yeah, we all have, I mean, I have, you have mixer partner groups. It's pretty cool. Cause I've started noticing more mixer partners, like following my Instagram and all this. I think it's cool. Cause like I'm a new partner. So I'm like, Oh, holy crap. Hold on. My mic fell up. I'm like, holy crap. I know this guy, you know, I follow this guy. Now he's following me. <laughs> it gets really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, um, I hope you guys got a lot of value out of that, man. Uh, I mean, Psycho just, you know, and Shane just dumped it all out, man. I, I, we appreciate that a lot. So, uh, moving into this final segment of the podcast, and, and for for all of our T5 listeners, and you've listened to um, our, I think, past five episodes, five or six episodes. This is either like six or seven, to be quite frank. I lost track. Um, but we're going to kind of – uh, do a little new thing here with this we're gonna do uh kind of like a fire round okay so five minutes here we're gonna talk to shannon we're gonna ask him some personal questions uh, he has the option to either answer them or uh you know or pass on them but uh you know we're gonna spice it up a little bit and uh we'll see where this goes so my first question to you shannon um All right. what song do you currently listen to that you would be embarrassed to to for anybody to know about what's the most embarrassing song in your opinion that you listen to? dude i don't listen to anything that embarrasses me man <laughs> like legit i'm picky about my music I, I i anything my wife listens to when we're in the car we'll just say that okay what what give, give us an example though like what what is she listening to uh any uh, i don't know like pop stuff i like see i don't like listen justin to justin bieber stuff is that what uh, uh no no we're not going i mean she listens to like uh <laughs> what, i don't know these people's name man uh uh taylor swift <laughs> there you go that's one yeah i know that name like, you, i don't you listen to that taylor stuff at swift, all man I'll, I'll bob my head but you don't you don't see it <laughs> i'm in my car by myself <laughs> okay okay cool man all right so next question what is the uh What's the dumbest thing you've ever spent money on? Uh, a 96 Camaro. I think it was garbage. That's about it. Yeah. Really? How, I hated it. How, <laughs> how much did you spend on it? Dude, I was like 16, man. I don't know. It was, uh, it was about $30,000. And it was, uh, 
I, it, it broke me, and they ended up taking it away from me because I couldn't pay it because I realized I'm a teenager with a crappy job. <laughs> it was it was awful. It was bad. Six? You had thirty grand at sixteen? That's crazy. No, I didn't. That's why they took it from me. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, what is the craziest thing you ever? done for love rather it was your wife or maybe a girlfriend and before your wife i don't know how you know your whole relationship is what's the what's the craziest thing you ever did for love yeah, craziest thing i ever did for love oh my goodness uh i don't know man i mean with my wife i um uh when we first got together it was really hard to be together because her parents didn't like me so they would make us not hang out and so I would go to her job every single night when she got off work, I'd be sitting in the parking lot waiting on her to get off so I could see her for about five minutes before she went home. I did that every night I went to her job and I sat there and waited on her to get off work. That's true. That, that's, right I guess it's not crazy, but it's something that I, <laughs> I feel like, you know, we always remember, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, what is your worst habit? Uh, biting my fingernails. I'm doing it right now, actually. Body thing is it? Is it just like? Is it nerves a little bit? It, it, I, probably. Anxiety? Yeah. yeah all all those. Yeah, I shake a lot. I get nervous real easy. I mean, okay. I had to take medication before you called me, so, so I wouldn't get too nervous. <laughs> well, you're doing a great job, man. You're doing good. Thank you. Um. All right. Last question, man. What is the best gift you've ever received? My children. That's my best gift my, that God's ever given me. Yeah. Hands down. Absolutely, man. I know my, my two-year-old, dude, he changed my life. So I feel you on that. Yeah, if you if you have a kid and it doesn't change you into a completely different person, oh, my goodness. I don't – something's wrong. Something's majorly wrong. Yeah. Well, I think it always – I mean, it's – it changes everybody, you know. Hopefully in better to. ways, but, you know. Yeah, you'd hope so, yeah. But uh, but nonetheless, man, listen, we Shannon, we appreciate you being on the podcast, man. Um, yeah. Guys, make sure that you go follow and subscribe to Psycho Plays. Uh, that's the channel name, right? Correct, Psycho Plays? Yeah, that's it. You might want to spell it. because <laughs> they S-Y-K-O-P-L-A-Y, is it Z? Z, yep. Yeah, so you can probably just search Psycho and find it, right? Maybe. Yeah, you might be able to find me on there pretty easy. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay, cool. And 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 guys, um, you know, definitely, you know, go and subscribe to him. You can follow him on socials if if you're following the T five account, so we follow his account. Uh so if you if you struggle finding him, uh you can just go to our uh our follow uh list and you can find him there. And uh Shannon, is there anything you want to add? Just kind of last statements, anything? Um, all I can about? say, if you if you do follow my channel or you're a subscriber to my mixer or if you've donated or supported me in any moment of your life, I do appreciate it. My family appreciates it. Thank you for everything you guys do for me and have done for me and hopefully will continue to do. I hope I can keep bringing Psycho and the Asylum, uh, make things bigger and better every day. So thank you for that. Yep. Well, like I just said, man, once again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm sure we'll bring you on thank you. Uh, at some point again in the future. Uh, we're yeah, excited, I'm you know, the, the opportunity and the growth, you know, you're going to have here in T5. And, um, you know, uh, we look forward to uh, continuing to grow together, man. So 
Much Sounds love, good. dude, and uh, take care. All right. All right, man. Later, guys. See you.